One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let your private emotion come to me, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Big win for Brighton and a late win for Spurs. It's Monday, 18th of September. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. PT's on the pod. PT's on the pod. Everybody now. PT's on the pod. PT's on the pod. In the pod. On the pod. On the pod. In and around the pod. In and around the pod. On the podcast. In a pod of shame. I'm against the pod. Good to have you back, Peter. Thanks, lads. I was going to start that chant, by the way. Oh, good man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lovely to have you back, Peter. You've been missed. You've answered all the emails all the and carrier pigeon messages that mm-hmm. our listeners have sent in, yeah. demanding you come back. Yeah. And so here you are. Are you pleased to be back? I am pleased to be back. Clean I, I, I very as much well. enjoyed. I very much enjoyed the shows while I was away. Um, I, it was kind of tempered slightly because it was an international mm-hmm. so break, what, so I didn't so mind quite so much. why did you give so us those bad reviews? Yeah, what, <laughs> why are you reading that on the screen? <laughs> I wanted to win the book. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, did you not give Pete a book? <laughs> he did give me a book. Oh, and, good, I'm very okay. ha- and, and a little uh, sneak preview. 
little little Off preview pa- a preview pamphlet that oh, I read in Japan. Sam- little sample chapter. Little sample yes. chapter. Yeah, yeah. I got that as well. Yeah. Um, if anyone else erotic from... drawings in it. If anyone else from work sends you a pamphlet, you come talk to me. Discuss that. All right, everybody. Let's get down to business. What was your highlight of the weekend, Andy Brassel? You know what? I'm going to go for the Eredivisie. Twente versus Ajax. Ajax are absolutely terrible at the moment. Get Ten Hag back. Their new coach, yeah, that worked. Uh, their new coach, uh, Morris Staines, who's trying to follow in the footsteps of Ten Hag, he's been very forthright this week. He said, Look, we're going to be front foot, we're going to play mm. great football. Not only were they absolutely terrible in the first half, yep. but his 21 year old son, mm-hmm. Sem, scored against him. Oh, him no. His own son scored against him. Yeah. Andy, so when... I know what you said in the week, Dad, but have some of that. Wow. Andy, when, when will he manage Manchester United and when will they sign his son? Yeah. And, um, and more, well, it's, it's getting worse. So I'll, I'll give it I'm, January. I'm going to say six <laughs> get both More importantly, in. when will you finally acknowledge this is a Premier League show? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to turn it that way, yeah. and he didn't bother. No, he don't care. How did that well, go? How did that go? We're yeah, up against it. We've at the moment, Andy and Pete on the show today. We're up against it. At the moment, moment I'm pulling a four-day-old croissant out of one of those little drawers that you get in Amsterdam. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Andy, let's not talk about what you get up to in Amsterdam. Um, oh, Peter. you pull out of your drawers, Peter. <laughs> um, I very much enjoyed that uh, Sheffield United supporter rolling around on the uh, on the big flag. Yes, oh, that's good. Above the tunnel, <laughs> that's, that's, at, good. Uh, that's the, the correct the Spurs answer. Stadium. It mm. was, uh, but they, in the BBC, they never showed him to finishing. Eat. No, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I exactly. think the lip of the flag would probably have kept him in. Right, but I just worry that he didn't keep him in. Or, and he's very damaged or broken back to mm. hospital. Oh, at least we won't woken up. At least we won the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least we got three points. That'll keep me warm yeah, in yeah. my four-week hospital stay. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, you know that time wasting you were doing. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's, he wakes up. Pep Guardiola's in the bed next to him. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You lost two-one. This is what went wrong at the end of the game. Oh, Gordon, <laughs> um, yeah. Now that was lovely to see him yeah. uh, having a little role there. Uh, Luke Moore. I'm going to go for the um, sheer amount of mm. anger on display from Millwall fans during their 3-0 home defeat to Leeds, which I think could solve the energy crisis in this country. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you were to, if you could kind of find some way to harness that. Yep. You do like a bounty, at festivals you have like bouncy um, floors, don't yeah. you, that, that, that help uh, run the, the microphone They and should stuff. do that. And I, I saw um, I saw a video of the Leeds players turning up and all the Millwall fans abusing them as they turned up. Mm. And I saw the, a section of Millwall fans, obviously not all of them, but a section of Millwall fans um, just being so angry. And I was thinking to myself, I don't looking at those fans. I was thinking, I don't know if this is the hobby for you, football. Mm-hmm. I think you yeah. are you are finding yeah. quite a lot to get upset about. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't um, say it's representative of all of the den because it's that particular bit, bit yeah. that's next to the away end. Well, yeah. they don't watch the game; they just no. watch the away fans. They put yeah. a big like um, wall up there now, so mm. they can't see as much of the away. Fans. <laughs> no, but it is. <laughs> it's like it's a zoo. Wild. It's like a fucking zoo. Yeah. It's like a zoo when the alpha kind of lion can't see the other. Lions, because you don't want to make them angry. Well, as Andy said, it is only just that section because they're all rather lovely in the other parts of the ground. They can be, Marcus. Mm, yeah, I know. I just said yeah, my yeah. granddad was a Millwall fan. There we go. You know, God yeah. rest him. So. Some of your best friends was are Millwall it, fans. There we are. Did he ever, did he ever dress in full? Um, no, I never uh, go down Ronald, there. Ronald Reagan grey sweatpants and uh, grey top. So he looks like a little toddler. <laughs> well, you, yes, you highlighted a Millwall fan, didn't you? Who uh, 
pants pa- and around, yeah. yeah. What did you describe his um, trousers as? I, I call them wank pants. Yeah, right. I mean, they're, they're basically, they're, they're, they're basically they're, they're, tracksuit bottoms that he uses to masturbate in. Mm, right. Yeah. And he's probably not got up early enough to get changed before he's come to the game. I want you to go. Just kidding. The focus is not going to be on me. We're playing Leeds. And I stand in that bit where we just look at the away fans. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, my highlight of the weekend was definitely the fact that there was 44 yellow cards shown in the Premier League on Saturday, which was the most shown in a single day in Prem history. The records just keep tumbling. Keep tumbling. It's yeah. why everybody, apart from a handful of players who have gone to play in Saudi Arabia, want to be here. Um, and it's just glorious Barkley stuff. It is great stuff. It's great to see. How many of them were time-wasting? We don't know, do we? <laughs> it's probably a, quite fair a lot few. of them, yeah. Uh, all of them. And yeah, Sheffield United got their fair share. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, but we'll come on to them in a minute because we're going to start <laughs> with Manchester United 1, Brighton 3. Manchester United have now lost to Brighton for the fourth Premier League match in a row, <laughs> which is why I predicted this one. I didn't think it was that big a shout. It proved to be. Um, they've lost three Manchester United in their first five uh, league games, which is their worst run of results at this, this stage of the season since 1989. Of course, Alex Ferguson was in charge, and then it worked out okay. Will Ten Hag be given another, you know... 20 uh, years. 20-odd years or, or, or <laughs> 15 years, whatever it is. Todd Bowley's given a 20-year contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Roberto De Zerbi, the man of the moment, said, while I think Brighton is not becoming a big, big team, winning at Old Trafford is not a surprise. The quality of the Brighton players is very high. Well, it was a big, big win, Andy. Yeah, it really was. And uh, they're, they're fantastic to watch, Brighton. It's, it's amazing that a Ansu Fati being there is not seen as you know an absolute bolt from heaven. It's seen as should have scored. It's something quite logical, and also mm. that they're trusted to bring this guy who was given Messi's shirt you know, back to where he should be. It's, it's remarkable. Yeah, and they also did it. They also did it with quite a few players out. Well, there, there was what yeah. five or six changes since the uh... yeah. So Estupinian, Solly March, and Ciso Ferguson wasn't fully fit. There's, yeah. there's no, quite, quite a lot right. of players missing. And to and I, I also felt like and Marcus, you highlighted this on the old WhatsApp over the weekend. Was it the second goal, which was just a glorious goal? Pascal Gross, thirty pass moves. Yeah, and mm. you just think to yourself, ta- it, they took the piss. Yeah, like and, like comfortably took the piss. And and to go to Old Trafford and to win is great. Always, if you're a team the size of Brighton, it's always going to be great. But to do it in that fashion, mm. it's it's kind of. I mean, I don't. Want, they've had enough to deal with over the last however many years but it's kind of embarrassing well I, th- I think all of those passes it's it's the last three that mm. are the piss take for Manchester United in that particular goal Lindelof letting the ball yep. just go straight across Mate, straight sold across his body and stuff yeah, yeah. And, and there were so well. many players to blame for that for that particular yeah. goal and the first one like Welbs running from oh, but like, on, Welbs. Him, run, him running yeah. from super deep like McTominay was just yeah. like there's no intensity at yeah, Manchester United I, I do think that they attitude. have no interest in working <laughs> that, or that, doing anything off the ball yeah well, that attitude, which they seem to deploy quite readily, of someone else will sort it out. I think yeah. they've got to drop that. Yeah. I think that's got to go. But oh my Harry, Harry's not playing now. <laughs> you, can't, you can't get Well, the I'll tell you something. No, no. no I am going to tell you something. Make the ne- ne- no, make the next point. <laughs> no, we all know what you're going to say. We're not having it. Well, you know, is it the player? Is it the system? <laughs> They would have got one on goal. I just, <laughs> yeah, I would have got an on goal. Or is you know, it the player system well, we, which involves we are, putting jorts on to play? We are, we are ready <laughs> to blame the club yeah. for the lack of developing the development of players and all mm. the rest of it. Why is all that suspended with a certain somebody? Is Harry Maguire put a better Gookman style curse on Man United? Is that what <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I, I don't think that's unfair to say. He's God, not, Andy, he's not been put in the best position to succeed. Yeah. yeah. 
I you're saying he's not centre half. Well, well, well no, Man City, Man City, no, 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 you're, you're right. Man City, you wanted him. He's not been yeah. put in the best. The we can time. all agree he's not been put in the best situation to succeed genetically. But it is everything to do with the club at the moment. Look at look at the way Brighton. Brighton are getting lovely juicy chunks out of these really old, you know, Premier League players. Season, they're just getting so much juice out of it. And 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 you know, Man United are getting homeopathic levels of performance out of seventy million pound football. Well, that's the thing. If you want, you're absolutely right. If you want to, I think want, that was a footballer. If you want, if you want a moment to um, to to sum up the the plight, it's like 80 million euro Bruno Fernandez, yeah. supposed to be the most creative player, yeah, yeah. finishing the game at centre back and just running after <laughs> yeah. to get um, get Pedro to stop scoring that I, last I, goal. I, I love Deserbi and, and uh, the way he obviously manages, but the way he conducts himself, you know, because he's got that fire and he can be a bit mad, but he's quite disciplined as well. And and some of the quotes and so on, which obviously we gave one there, but I just wish he would turn around and say. You know, obviously they say money talks in football. You know, not always. No, exactly. Not always, big boys. And, 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 and he did say that. He said sometimes in football, uh, the little teams can win and all this sort of stuff. And it's mm. true. Again, the, the story of Brighton is quite remarkable what they've done. I mean, obviously they're starting 11. Many people have seen the stat cost less than 20 million. Manchester United's cost over 300 million. But it shows you that, you know, if, if you have players, it's the old cliche. They know what they're doing. The, the system's airtight. da 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 They made five or six changes. Yeah, it's, it, it, all yeah, those changes, it, they come in. And I know Manchester United are having a bad start to the season, but to win in that fashion, it's not as if backs of the walls and they nicked a goal and, and you know, that would have been a good win anyway. Brighton went there and bossed it. Brighton were playing like a Champions League side, which Manchester United are, by the way. Um, and, and and they played Manchester United as if they were some newly promoted bunch of suckers and were like, yeah. you know, welcome to the Premier League. Um, sort of what stuff. I find interesting is it seems that like in retrospect what Man United are able to do and how they're able to achieve things, it seems to be quite paper thin. It seems to be as soon as one thing goes wrong, mm. the whole edifice starts to look very crumbly. Yeah. Because I was saying on Friday, you know, we don't really know yet if Man United are going to sort themselves out because mm. because they won a trophy last season, they got into the Champions League places again, Ten Hag's built a platform, which I see it as. Mm-hmm. Um, you never mentioned the League Cup, it's always a trophy. Okay, they won the League Cup. Yeah, just I feel like it was. it's a bit disrespectful. But we're all football experts in this room. But, yeah. <laughs> We've got to go over it. But I'm you sitting opposite Andy Brussel here. Yeah? I would patronise the you man. You don't say, oh, Man City, you know, they won three trophies. They won a European you, trophy. We're all experts in this room and more on the Betfair section later. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, do you not, but do you not think, Lou, that that, that, that platform, it, it, Derek, Eric Ten Hag's kind of... Um, you almost called him Derek Ten Hag. Derek Ten Hag. Very, and, yeah. that's very, very fitting. At this point, he is Derek Ten Hag. <laughs> last season, back in last season, Eric Ten Hag. He's built that platform. Uh-huh. He's got himself the yeah. cup, the cup final win. Um, but, but now, but now he's he, he's kind of like known as this details person, you know. But yeah. he's you know he's adjusting this and that. But, he looks a bit professorial. Yeah, a little bit eggheady. But it's just a, you know, it's like adjusting the adjusting the aircon while you're aquaplaning into a wall. It's yeah. just, like, yeah. just like I've got the details. Yeah, yeah. You, you, have you seen what's just happened? <laughs> also, he's, um, he's getting sucked into all this madness, isn't he? And, and, he I think, is, uh, and we talked about this, didn't we? Easily done. Ten Hag, Arteta, Guardiola, load of different managers. One, they're, they're all quite mad. Mm. And if it's going well. Well, mm-hmm. it's kind of fine. Well. You know, now, when Eric Ten Hag says the stuff he says after the game about how he thought the booing of the team was a positive. And, well, Erasmus Hoyland. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, it Hoyland just sounds like well, he said, mental, <laughs> he said everything else that it was positive. The reception for Hoyland was great. It's like, no, they weren't they were no. booing you, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, if they give the signal, then you know, it will give him belief. Okay, I, I, I understand the point of, well, it shows he was playing really well and they like him. Mm. 
Yeah, that, that they're booing you making the decision taking off, you fool. You know. All right, can was... we talk about Rashford then? <laughs> <laughs> Good news is they're going to buy a Munich on Wednesday. What I was yeah. about to say. Hey, how about that? Hat trick for Harry Kane. And oh. then, yeah. But <laughs> you'll probably put in a performance and get like a, a, a fortuitous, fortuitous draw or something. They won't. Do you not think? Nah. No, nor do I. No. Okay. And all, when also, it comes to predictions about games, <laughs> listen, you are listening to me, big boy. True enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard for the club to progress. Well, it's hard for the team to progress when the club doesn't progress. That's what we've seen. United are in this weird holding pattern. So mm-hmm. almost everything that Ten Hag has been able to do on the pitch and pruning the squad, which is a massive job, by the way, it's not going to happen overnight. And the fact that the club has not moved on mm-hmm. and the club has not progressed makes it really, really difficult for him to continue that mm-hmm. line, especially when the competition at the top of the Premier League is so good. That midfield of Manchester United, we highlighted at the start of the season, um, and, and there it was again. Brighton pulled it to pieces. You, you know, he went for a diamond in there because he was probably worried about it. They're so which, soft-centred. But, but like out, out wide, and you know how devastating Brighton are. I mean, Tarek Lamptey, how good was he? Yeah, you know, he would take, he would accelerate. Who was struggling to get into the team at the back end of last season? Indeed, it, it, yeah. it was a couple of times where he would just put on the burners for just a moment, mm. and then he had the freedom of the pitch. Mm. It was remarkable. Mm. And they, and then at times they tried to press, but the pressing didn't seem that coordinated. And Brighton just sort of knocked it about. Now you've got to give great credit to Brighton; it's not easy. But it, but again, it's just that was such a a, a, a display of one side who who totally are in in in, in sync, totally. Uh, you know, uh, a cohesive unit that, that are following what the manager is saying and doing, and, and they've got their idea. To the other one, you think we thought Manchester United were going somewhere last season. But the, the, the problem is, the thinking always goes back to I, th- I think with the way that we, as a culture, look at football. We always think it's the coach or the manager, as we still call him. So there will have been, I'm sure, United fans looking at that, thinking, oh, if we had De Serbia as, as, as coach, it would be all different because look at what De Serbia has, mm-hmm. has done for Brighton, and he has done an amazing job for for Brighton. But of course, there's a limit to what you can do at Manchester United mm-hmm. because of the institution, because of all the other stuff yeah. going on there. So the level of freedom that he gets to implement what he wants at Brighton and to you know make the most of players like Lalana and Welbeck, the experienced ones like Pete was saying, as well mm-hmm. as the, the young ones, you know, that he gets to presumably smoke where he wants on the premises. Oh, yeah. Those are things that are not possible at, at Manchester United. So it's not, really a fair comparison as brilliant as the Serbia is doing and as difficult mm-hmm. as Ten Hag is finding it on the Man United side I would just say you know you can appraise the first five games of the Premier League season from them and it's been really really poor mm. like I mean the, the opening game against Wolves is a robbery it's yeah. like a total oh, robbery yeah it is yeah um, that they yeah. were beaten I mean they had some moments against Spurs at Spurs I was at that game but Spurs deserved to win it they had life and death with Forest, mm. which they they come up the right side of Beaten bad, you know, beaten heavily by Arsenal. Now they've been beaten at home heavily by Brighton. They've got, as we said, they go to Bayern Munich. I'm not saying it will happen, but it's easy to imagine. It's not a big leap of faith, so they could get a batter in there, mm-hmm. you know, at Bayern Munich, and then mm. they're away to Burnley next weekend, mm. and that is a big test. If they come off the back of to, to um, Wednesday and then next weekend losing both those games, it's trouble. It's big, trouble. Big trouble. Uh, let's turn our attention to Tottenham Hotspur two, Sheffield United one. Uh, oh, quite the quite the finish at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Richarlison, that man, made a difference coming off the bench. Scored just his second Premier League goal for Spurs. He also revealed um, this week that he's uh, going to seek psychological help following a turbulent time off the pitch, which um, we spoke about on Friday. And of course, he's uh, been in the spotlight for. Uh, so fair play to him, you know, coming on, getting a trademark header, and then you saw the reaction 
of uh, his teammates after the game where they were kind of top know, captain in by Son. Yeah, it? it was yeah. it was it was it was lovely to see that. It really really. You'd was. expect them to be um, to be really pleased for him. It's an incredible finish to the game. I think Richarlison's mm. issue is that the expectation versus reality isn't quite there. He's never really been a goal scorer, right? He's mm. not someone who scores huge amounts of goals, and he's not. He did play for Everton for a bit, <laughs> for quite a long time, <laughs> yeah. actually. You know, but the most amount of league goals he's ever scored in the season is thirteen. Yeah, but he could right. he could score goals in this team. I that's what people say all the time, yeah. and that's the pressure. I don't I don't think there's any doubt about that. But that's not necessarily what they need from but he's, him. But he's obviously they don't rated. need to. They don't need to step. And you, and you look at his goal scoring record for Brazil, which yeah, is he's is a amazing. starting striker for Brazil often, yeah, and, it's, and, it's and was linked right to Barcelona situation. when he was at Everton. Now. That that used to be a more yeah used to be a bigger um, statement or right, uh, encouragement yeah, than, than it was. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. But like battering him with what happened or didn't happen last season is ludicrous and futile because backing up Harry Kane yeah. is one of the most thankless tasks. Yeah. In, it is, and also playing for Antonio Conte. How is he ever going to how how is he ever going to prove he was worth fifty million? Well, also backing play, up Harry Kane. Also playing for Antonio Conte at Spurs, Andy. I mean. You know, we were talking about the difference between managers a moment ago with yeah. uh, with the Zerbi and uh, Ten Hag. I mean, Spurs from Antonio Conte well, to Ange Postecoglou. Well, I mean, Conte needs to get that job at Juve pretty quickly because his stock is declining <laughs> as as Spurs get better well, and every, better. Every single time the Spurs pick up a win, <laughs> yeah. just to get the, no, the, the not... amount of players that Conte had at his disposal. I know, like obviously yeah. Destiny, um, he wanted to play, but obviously went out on loan and stuff. But mm. like Basuma and stuff, but like it's, it's just it's, it's just playing like it, it is skin. funny. It's, it's Italian Harry Redknapp. Yeah, like, you've got yeah. a love Look at, look at this shit that the previous managers left me. Yeah, kind of business, and, you've, and you've got to love the fact that Conte. There's, a, there's room in top level football for mm. a man who will let his emotions get in the way of everything. <laughs> it's like a proper and on like, this podcast. endless tent. Right, exactly. Proper, probably why I relate to him so yeah. much. Proper endless <laughs> tantrum yeah. rather than try to just do anything about it. I mean, yeah, but you say with every with every win and all that kind of stuff, every interview Postecoglou <laughs> gives as well. Yeah. He's one of, if not the most likeable men in football right now. It's mm. it's quite incredible. But you just know, the thing is though, in six months time, there'll be a reckoning and something, but of course it, everything, will. the tide will turn. So let's just enjoy. Which is that's what, why that he's saying inside. In the yeah. moment well, because we've got to enjoy him because we'll hit him in six well, months' time. What he meant it was, happened to Klopp, it happened to everybody was, we like. If you, if you can't enjoy being a Spurs fan in September, yeah. when can you enjoy it? <laughs> well, to read the full quote when asked if Spurs fans should temper their expectation, he said, no, let them go, let them enjoy it. My role is not to burst people's bubbles. Let them get ahead of themselves. They go through enough pain, mate, so uh, you want them to enjoy it. And, yeah, clearly, it'd be unlikely if they go on to um, win a, a league and cup double or something. But they're on for a good season, mm. and I do like that because, like, you get so many managers who would say the opposite. No, no, no we need to calm expectations. Just calm down. Forty calm points. Down. Forty points. Forty <laughs> points. We just want forty yeah. points. Exactly. Whereas he's not kind of hyping <laughs> up, but he's just a bit like, well, why wouldn't you let? the fans enjoy and, 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 these moments and I do think in this and in the atmosphere looks amazing there the um, stadium needed that performance I think the stadium that, needed that, that, that drama I think they've, yeah. they've had, they need days like that they've had that kind of yeah since the season started really they've kind of had situations I've been there a couple of times this season and they've had situations where you think okay in the past maybe that, that this would have slipped, tripped them up right? mm. the, the difficult periods against Man United for example where I think they hit the post or whatever and Man United had a bit, had a bit of a moment and you could almost feel Spurs thinking alright here we go but every time this passes mm. every time they move kind of past that it kind of gets a little bit more positive and it's an amazing atmosphere yeah. all season really mm. and the thing the Sheffield United thing is a classic example it wouldn't be ridiculous to suggest 
that Spurs could have toiled and toiled. Mm-hmm. Um, Harmer scores that goal. Yeah. They're one nil down. There's not long left. Fucking hell, what we're going to do now? Yeah. For them to score in such fashion mm-hmm. twice so late on yeah. is also going to give them an incredible lift. Well, it, it reminds me a little bit of Arsenal last season, almost like Bournemouth. Obviously, that was much oh, later love that. in the season and so on. <laughs> well, I just I think the North London Union is... Uh, no, but the, is, cha- the change in the atmosphere, you're absolutely right. But it, yeah, absolutely it, it, right. And there's no in, European in, football to bog them down yeah, either. Just in microcosm, as I say, I know that the, the Arsenal-Bournemouth game was later on in the season and Arsenal were, were genuine title contenders and it's rather early at the moment to say uh, with regards to Spurs, even though they're in, in second and playing very, very well. But but it is though, and, and, and they, they, they've got them, they've got themselves going, you know, the managers come in, we know uh, that the contrast of last season between and uh, with this season has been just this night and day but you fans can sense when there's something happening they can sense when there's a when there's a system there they can sense when the players are all buying into it you saw the scenes of celebration afterwards it gives everyone such a huge lift um and you know <laughs> the 8th and 10th and minute of injury time you know this is a thing now in the Premier League latest win ever in the history of the Premier League is that right yeah. yeah yeah. I mean it's that, that 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 is here to stay much to the um, anger of Paul Heckingbottom yeah, of course I didn't really get what Paul Heckington was talking about here. well I think what he was suggesting was that you know he said that we try and play out from the back but of course if we're being pressured we need to kind of work out what Spurs are doing because then if they're going to pressure us and we're going to start to lose the ball, then maybe we'll play it long. So the goalkeeper's just got to take a moment to kind of steady himself and all that. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Which though. he was passionately saying that he was saying that in the first half and at half time when they were 1-0 up and so on. Whereas I think the referee, was it the referee or the fourth official? One of the officials turned around and, and basically said, well, if, you, if, you know, if you're worried about that, he claims that one of the officials turned around and said, well, if you're worried about all that, then why don't you just play it long? And that's what really... Um, got him going because he well, said he, they're he trying to said, dictate how they yeah. we play football. Yeah, yeah, he did, didn't he? Which is it's an interesting interpretation, but he, I mean, he was fuming. I mean, the, it, what I found funny was, you know, obviously they do interviews after the game. They'll they'll do BBC and then they'll do um, a number of other outlets and obviously the press conference and so on. Yeah, in every interview, I saw, he doubled down on every he one. He seemed didn't to it? have read the same script with the same amount of anger throughout. <laughs> but he was saying they're a joke. They don't know. They don't know the game. They shouldn't be running it and so on. These are very strong comments. Yeah, he said. We, he said we work all week on how we want to play and the referees are dictating to us how we play the game. It yeah. can't happen, but it is happening. Yeah, but but very very strong criticism. I mean, will he get punished for that or, or something? Who well, knows? Well, probably. But if I was him, I would be more annoyed that my team had gone without conceding a goal at a very good Spurs side for 98 minutes and then letting a header off a corner. Yeah. That's what I'd be annoyed about. I mean, Sheffield United, though, I don't... You see, Luton obviously bought them um, and, 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 and Luton look like they're really going to struggle uh, on the evidence we've been given so they're far. They're not a million miles away. When you look at the late goals have done Sheffield United. Well, this is, and so that's, yeah, so to yeah. move on to Sheffield United compared to, say, say, Luton, the other promoted side. Yeah, Sheffield United, very good performance against Manchester City. Unlucky to lose that late goal. Again, the same with Spurs here. Late one at Forest. At Forest as well. Yeah. You know, so, so They could have won the Everton game as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, so I think there is something there. I think they will struggle just because... You know, you think of the quality in the Premier League and perhaps they've not got a huge amount of strength and depth. Holly McBurney's made that a little bit more difficult. But again, though, that was an interesting one because Heckingbottom said he just said, he's pulling my shirt, you know. And that's where the referee seems to be like, you're talking back, I'm not having any I can't, of this. I can't, I was feel, very, very quick to give him that second I feel like yellow. there might have been quite a few more swear words in it than that, though. Maybe. <laughs> it is Holly McBurney after well, he, all. He claims no. I think what would be interesting here is, I think when you, when you look at other nations where the referee comes out and explains their side of it, that to me would be really useful. I know some people. Oh, I can't be bothered with that, Andy. We've, we've talked about the, why, <laughs> why, why because, it, because why it won't satisfy anybody. That's why it'll just be like, 
Oh well, he says that, but obviously he didn't. I just Look, no. People are going to believe be what they want to believe. It doesn't mean you shouldn't do the right thing, does it? And yeah. that that is the right thing. Yeah. The problem <sighs> the problem with that is that they are mic'd up and it is recorded, and we yeah. know that because we've had TV mm. programs where they talk about it, right? I think obviously this is a, I think a perfectly reasonable viewpoint. A lot of people would share it. They're not infallible referees. Yeah. So if a referee has made a mistake and it's recorded and it's it's exposed to everyone. <clears throat> it's going to undermine arguably mm -hmm. fatally the whole process. Mm -hmm. So they can't actually do it unless they bring but, out but, stuff but that is, been is that a result the right. of, Is that a result of the culture we are? And so, doesn't something need to be done to change that culture? Football. Oh, I so think, you, you if, want to change if, the culture of no, football if, fans? If, 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 a referee, <laughs> if, if a referee... No, the, the, tr the culture of how referees are treated and making them more human is a positive step towards that. They've got to so, make themselves think, more human, think, haven't to, they, first? To be able to say... I made a mistake and to own that, that's part of it. That's yeah, part of it. We, we need no one's expecting, no, no one's saying it, it is expecting referees to never make mistakes. They've done that on TV already with Howard Webb and, Mike, and little Mickey Owen. Yeah, but I just think we need more of it. We need more data. We need more kind of humanity. Would you like to we see know, one programme for every game? I, I want to see a referee knows <laughs> that he's mic'd up. I want to hear him talk about his day. Yeah. I want to hear him beatboxing, showing like, <laughs> just give us a little bit of X Factor pizzazz yeah. right. in between know, decisions. He has set my player off there at a yeah. key moment, but his beatboxing's not that yeah. bad. So. He sang Keep Bleeding. <laughs> so well. Let's have a Big Brother house with all the referees in. Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Mickey, De honest. Mickey Dean's in the diary room. <laughs> he's saying fuck all again why is he on telly <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me well um, yes uh, let's end the half with this uh, did you see Jamie Vardy was filmed mugging off Spurs fans while introducing Vernon Kay on stage at Radio 2's party in the park this weekend in Leicester yeah why th Why was he focusing on I did see it and I, I wonder why he was focusing on, focusing on Spurs my fans my only assumption here is that it was when Sheffield United were 1-0 up Oh, but, that makes but, but sense I don't yeah. know what time it was right. so that's, that's the only thing do you, do you not think that like Jamie Vardy would attend any party in the park, though? Do you oh, think, yeah. like, oh, yeah, if someone said, punter, yeah. there's a party in the park, is it, what, Radio 1, Radio 2? Two? No, no, there's no. just a party in the park. Just yeah. Jamie Vardy is in the park. Yes, exactly, <laughs> yeah, he is the party. built the stage around him and all that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. I mean, it is just that one little baby step towards Club Rep Ibiza. Yeah, he's going back I mean, and reverting to yeah. uh, form. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, he had a lovely time on Friday night, didn't he? That's yeah. predicted by him. <laughs> <laughs> he's still celebrating every Friday night. I'll tell it you is. what, I said on Friday, I said, 9-0... Southampton zero, Leicester nine. Yeah. It's happened before. Mm. Did you see that Leicester scored within twenty when seconds? When he scored, I thought I oh, could my. believe my luck. I could not believe. I thought it's still, on, it's on. Still a route, though, isn't it? It's still Four one. I'll take that yeah. all day long. I'll yeah, take that all day long. Yeah, yeah. But we should say uh, Vardy said, "Where are the Spurs fans? Still got no bottle." <laughs> and then he introduced Vernon Kay. Well, they Un do have bottle. Unlike me, is is Kay a Spurs fan? Is not that right, is no. that the moment? No, no, no. right. He's from Manchester. He's just being a knob. Yeah, yeah. Don't wrestle. Could have been Vardy's lookalike. <laughs> the camera's yeah. from a distance. You yeah, bet he's getting a lot worse these days. <laughs> You'd hope so. Yeah. All right, everybody, let's have a quick break. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. he made the save you know I don't feel we've worked Oldham's goalkeeper anywhere there enough but it looked like it was Peter now to a 1-0 win Welcome back to the Football Ramble everybody that was Paul Cook currently uh, Chesterfield manager of course formerly of Portsmouth Yeah that's not even the best Paul Cook voice clip yeah. Do you remember the one where he did it three times in one go like his, he had three different voices in one interview <laughs> it's absolutely insane uh, it's Bohemian Rhapsody of, um, yeah, it was it really conference. was <laughs> Well we thank Jake for choosing uh, today's clip you can choose the clip for next Monday's show just sign up <laughs> for the Football Ramble patron using the link in the show description Over to you Luke Moore Come on you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. We, we win as a team, apparently. We, we don't know what that feels like, but we lose as a team. <laughs> We're looting. <laughs> right, it's time for an update on our Ramble Acker with Betfair, it says here. Every weekend, we're placing a £10 Acker on four match-offs 90 markers across the Premier League where any winning bets are paid out at 90 minutes, so you don't need to worry about any stoppage time drama ruining your bet. No. I we... wish I could worry about that, to be honest. <laughs> right, let's go through them in order. Here we go. Um, Jim's not got the bottle to beer. He's like the Spurs fans. Mm-hmm. So, um, Pete, you're, you're, you're here, but you didn't pick one on Friday. So, mm. uh, game one, uh, Marcus, you picked Brighton to beat Man United. Easy pick. Well done. Yeah. Well Bravo. done. That's fucking Bravo. Great. Still on, yeah, st- 100%, 100% Premier League record. Are you picking record. To win at Old Trafford, that's pretty good. There you go, <laughs> uh, Andy. You had Fulham to beat Luton. Yeah. No Metro, no problem. Yeah, exactly. Um, they won one nil. Jim picked Newcastle. Picked Newcastle to beat Brentford. Newcastle won one nil. I was particularly was wobbly. <laughs> I, I was particularly happy with Jason Tindall. Did you see him noticeably stepping back right. and letting Eddie Howe shake? Um, Thomas, Thomas Frank's Frank. hand first. Well, it's only uh, Thomas Frank, isn't it? Well, yeah, exactly. But it was like an obvious, like, <laughs> deliberate thing. Yeah, because Frank, if I was Frank, Thomas Frank. Frank probably said beforehand, oh, get out of the way, you fool. Yeah, so going into Sunday, we were in great nick, weren't yeah. we? It just came down to Bournemouth to beat Chelsea Which was home. a big shout, to be fair. You I stuck took a flyer. Ask me if I enjoyed my Sunday lunch at the local pub <laughs> with my family. Yeah. Yes. No, I fucking yeah, didn't. Yeah, you would have. I didn't enjoy it, because I'd look <laughs> at my phone every five minutes. Things. 
Um, and uh, unfortunately, was so it was a nil-nil draw. I have to say, in the so WhatsApp close. group, everyone was very supportive of yeah. me and, and of Bournemouth, mm -hmm. but they couldn't quite get it done. Uh, well, I, I would just like to go on record as saying you've let us all down. I have. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Get I your own Andy, Andy. Again? Yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd personally like to see Bournemouth relegated now. Um, <laughs> so we didn't make it. But look, we were very, very close and we're getting closer every week, it feels like. Thanks to Betfair's uh, Matchos 90 market, over 5,000 customers got their bets paid out at 90 minutes mm. because they backed Sheffield United to beat Spurs and because of the Aston Villa Crystal Palace game. And there were obviously stoppage time goals in both those games. Um, so that's really, really great for them. In total, there were five stoppage time goals in the Premier League this weekend. So Betfair are donating £10 to the charity pot for every one of those this season that's another £50 for Prostate Cancer UK uh, remember with Betfair this season when you place a bet on their match or 90 markets you'll get your winning bet paid out in full at 90 minutes I can only apologise to the rest of the team mm. for letting them down but we go again on Friday yeah. we go again we, go again. we pick ourselves yeah. up we dust ourselves yeah. down yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's not every time you fall is it that's Marcus it. not every time it's how you get up again exactly it's how we pick ourselves up again exactly um, right after 46 matches in the Premier League this season the joint longest run at the start of a Premier League season without a nil-nil came to an end yesterday and we have Bournemouth and Chelsea to thank for that. <laughs> uh, it was nil-nil, of course. Chelsea have won just one of their first five games this season. That's their worst start to a Premier League season since 1995. They were booed off the pitch by their own fans. Get off the pitch! Um, Pochettino, yeah, Ben Chilwell made the mistake by going over to clap the fans. He got booed. He was on his sub as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> Richard yes. Pochettino responded by telling fans they currently have too many players injured. Uh, which is why... One word too long in that sentence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is why they couldn't get um, past Bournemouth, of course. Um, damning result and performance from Chelsea, Andy Brassel, would you say? Uh, yes, but it's been a fairly damning season, I suppose, Andy thinks so Poch is gone by what? Like November you or something? December, yeah. I think. December, okay, right. Yeah. I th I th do you know what? It looks a better shout every 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 week. The thing is, it's it's not to do with his capability. No, of course not. Or anything like that. It's just that really he needs time, and this is the last club on the planet where he's going to get it. Well, I mean, but he's he's an interesting how much coach time anyway. You, how much time do you think he needs? Do you think like a full season? At least, of, at least. Oh yeah, but you're not going to get that. every manager, that's, that's any manager would need that. You're not going to get it at Chelsea. But any manager would need that with the players with that are coming there. in. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I think also they have got a lot of injuries, and I think that's fair to say. I think it's only Manchester United who've got more injuries than them. Mm -hmm. they've got they've got nine officially. May United have got ten. Like, of course, some of those injuries are key players, mm -hmm. but not all of them. Well, they've got, they've got enough to get past Bournemouth. No disrespect, you know, Bournemouth mm. have got some, some decent players, but they're not when, Chelsea. When your manager's coming out and saying, one thing I'm disappointed with, that they, the full-backs try to go forward too much and create confusion to the offensive players. <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah. are so many of your players confused? Who's playing full-back again? Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I can't remember. But it could have gone either way this game, couldn't it? I mean, Chelsea had chances, Bournemouth had chances Well, look, well. Chelsea, I mean, it, the thing is, you know, if you're just looking at this game as a sample size, you could quite easily say, well, you know, if Jackson scores one of those chances or whatever, you know, they get a bit of confidence, they're mm. one nil up and, and it changes the game. But we're not saying that. We're looking at the first five games of the season. Which and is also, the only... that's been their whole problem, putting it in the back of the net for the entire mm. season. Yeah, really, we, we, yeah, of course. Throw some optimism midfielders at you. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did think, you know, we saw uh, Romelu Lukaku score for Roma on the weekend. I mean, I think it was the sixth and a seven nil victory. And I just thought to myself, <laughs> when are people going to start saying, get him back at the club? Obviously, he's, like, he's, he's, he's not really the right forward for that system, you would think. But it does seem to be their front line is just not firing and it seems to be all over the place and they do look confused you know I don't know what the solution is here 
Um, new manager, Luke, do you think? Get someone else well, in. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, very hard for me to say, and I've said it in the, in the past, and I, I read um, um, I read uh, Swiss Ramble's take on how it's all going, work financially and all the rest of it. And, you know, yeah, it's, a lot of his stuff is the kind of stuff I don't really fully financially understand, but it does seem like the stakes are pretty high mm-hmm. like, and they have to get this right because if they don't get it right, players are you know, they're not they're not going to be able to bring the money back in. They're not going to you know, get get into the, where they need to be. It, it, it seems to me like really difficult to get your head around how they're going to pull this off under mm-hmm. Bowley if they're not in the Champions League next season. They need. They must. And they're not going to. They yeah, must yeah, need yeah. the Champions League money, right? And every single week that goes past now, because the stands are so high, are you going to argue really? There's probably only three of those five spots available to them. More guaranteed games in the Champions League next season as well. Yes, they need it. it. They need it. it. it At the moment, they're playing like a bunch of strangers. I've never known a team. Sometimes this is phenomenal in football. It's quite intangible, but you sometimes see. A bunch of te- a, a team buying a bunch of players spend a load of money, and you still think they look way short. Still, yeah. they look mm-hmm. way short, and 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 they, and this is one of those situations. I think the counterpoint to what you're saying though is when we've seen Chelsea miss the Champions League in the past, when they've had the odd fallow season back when they were yeah. winning stuff, is that if you look at the balance sheet, it doesn't make a massive difference because they've become so good over the last ten years at player trading. And especially their academy, which is a way of generating mm-hmm. funds with players who are never going to get in teams. It's something that City have done very, very well, actually, mm-hmm. over, over the years as well. Um, it's, it's sort of offset that. And, of course, the Premier League TV money is, is the real golden goose. But, of course, we're talking about creating a culture where there's, there's no real prospect of them being able to do anything for quite a long time. And, of course, the sums of money are so vast so huge. And when we're talking about them being so good at trading players, we're talking about the previous regime at Chelsea mm. rather than this one. We can only really go off what Todd Bowley's done so far, which is just mad. Scattergun really. opportunistic craziness. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And and you see that the sort of players that um that that it was clear that the club wanted to get rid of, uh, Poch is almost almost statement sort of going, right, he's gonna be a, a stalwart, he's gonna get a captaincy, yeah. he's gonna like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, you can yeah. tell that there's there's already like a lot of crap behind the scenes that that, that they didn't need. Yeah, I mean Chelsea obviously drawing it wasn't great. Um, uh, Brentford lost, you know, QPR lost to Sunderland in the championship. Not a great weekend for so West London. So who the Kings of West London then? Well you'd have to say Fulham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You would have to say Fulham. They beat Luton one yeah. 0 of course. They um Fulham are in the top half of, of the Premier League. They're ninth. They're just a point. That's their home now, really, isn't it? You'd mm-hmm. say so. You would yeah. say so. Very, very comfortable there. Yeah, Someone they? insisted to me yesterday, Marcus, mm. that Chelsea should have bought Mitro. That would have been their mm. their silver no. bullet. No, he would never have done that. Never done that. He's, no. he's and what too... an argument that is, by the way. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't have done that, Andy, because he's he's too honourable to Fulham. Principled man. Mm. Very principled yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Now, a lot of people have sent me this um, this quote from Mitrovic, who uh, was was speaking. The other day, wasn't he? Yeah. From his um, palace in Saudi Arabia. Do you want me to read the quote for you? If you want. Yeah. Um, Alexander Mitrovic um, said over the weekend, I have no nostalgia for England. I played many years there. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to have finally arrived at a top club. Mm. Al Hilal is a bit like Real Madrid in Europe. I'm very happy here. And I want to do great things here and win titles. Yeah. I, what's mm. wrong with that? <laughs> I'm not saying there's anything wrong he with said it. He no nostalgia for England. 
Yeah. He's a country. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah. He's not, you know, too, too fussed. Fair about. enough for you, that, is it? Well, um, given your position, I've got nostalgia for Putney Bridge, is the bit that's been edited <laughs> yeah, out. Exactly, Andy. Look. That shop that sells the cans of Funky Fanta. Yeah. <sighs> He's obviously never been there. Look, <laughs> people say, oh, well, yeah, he doesn't mean that. He feels like Fulham is a stepping stone to no, Al Hilal. No, no, he doesn't. Mm. He doesn't mean that. And, and you know, when he kind of finally realises the error of his ways, he'll come back. There's nothing, there's nothing in his character to suggest that he meant to be offensive to Fulham there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Really, he's been offensive to himself because he's just yeah. saying I had no chance of playing for a top club in England. Yeah, that, that, that's, 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 <laughs> that's basically yeah, what, yeah. what he's saying. And Indeed, Al Hilal have got a great history yeah. and won loads of trophies before they and the rest of Saudi went mm. nuts and, and bought apparently all these they've, players. They've won about sixty titles. Apparently, that all makes sense yeah. in the end. People, so you'd be happy for some more of Fulham's players to go there, presumably. Mm. Uh, it depends which ones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I mean I'm happy for him, you know. And as I say, that you know the door is always open to. Yeah, me do you know what this sounds like? Go on. This sounds like when you go to the pub with your mate the week after his girlfriend's left him. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, well, do you know what I was thinking about actually? You know, spent a lot of time thinking about. It. I, I didn't actually love her anyway, like, and it's actually the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And yes, I'm living in my car, mm. and that's not a dig at you, Pete. Um, but it's fine. I'm much happier living in your car. Yeah. Was oh, your car ninth in the Premier League? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Pizza stinks of piss. Yeah. It does, yeah. 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 Many different reasons. <laughs> But that's to keep away the other pizza, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's to keep away the other piss. It's like, it's like foxes. You got, you yeah, got, mark you, my territory. Yeah, you don't piss yeah. all over it, but you get beset with foxes. Yeah. Anyway, enough of this pissy banter. Uh, let's move on to Aston Villa 3, Crystal Palace 1. Wow, what a late comeback that was for, for the villains. Goal of the season so far? Duran Duran. Yeah, big time. Lovely goal. <laughs> yeah. Lovely goal. Nearly my moment of the weekend there. Hungry for the we- hungry hungry like the wolf for they a goal. <laughs> uh, but not hungry like the wolves, they can't score. Oh, I'm course. just going to open up Spotify and try and get some more puns in. You there carry you on. Go. All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, oh, it, was, it was a beauty. Absolute beauty. Um, and that started the late comeback. And again, uh, we, we saw um, the 98th minute equal. Save a prayer for that keeper, eh? You can't Um, see that goal being scored in an ordinary world. (laughs) Better, even worse. What a great song. He says worse. Now, go on, Peter. You have a go. Uh, Girls on film. Right. Shame that's, just, <laughs> that's just the name of the fucking song. I was going to say, it's a shame we didn't have Rio marking him. There we go. That's yeah. good. That's good stuff. Very good stuff. Of you to killing off the tie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now we're cooking. Uh, and that's all the Duran Duran famous songs done. So yeah. let's carry on. They did cover Lou Reed's Perfect Day once and it was atrocious. Yeah. Perfect Day for John that, Duran. Do you remember that covers album that they did where they, they did a cover of 911 is a joke? <laughs> yes. I remember that. Yeah, that was interesting. That is very strange. In a way. Strange. Sadly, uh, Big Roy missed the game, didn't he? He did, yeah, he was ill. Yeah. Which we don't like to hear. Um, it's it's a bad a... mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, good. Don't tell me he's got bird flu. Oh, no. <laughs> don't tell me that. Do not tell me that. Uh, yeah, so assistant manager Paddy McCarthy was in the dugout. Um, he was fuming Palace. as well. When he said it left a bitter taste in the mouth. Much What's like bad Roy's mouth? mouth. <laughs> 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 um, it would do, uh, I suppose. The penalty incident, uh, of course, was uh, the big talking point in this game. Douglas Louise dispatched it after Ollie Watkins was uh, was, was was fouled. According, I thought to it the was referee. a foul. No, I well, thought it was a pen. Well, the, so the referee gave the penalty, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes, and then yes. he went to check. Yeah. And then he went. No, I think you know. And but McCarthy, I think it was McCarthy who said, "Well, it took them five minutes to to talk about the decision. You know, that tells you all you need to know. And I thought, well, had they have overturned the decision and yeah. given a penalty, so if he's not given, comment. that yeah. would have been a fair comment. And I thought to myself, well, I understand that is a bit frustrating with five minutes and you stick to your original decision. But, 
you know, if the referee thinks it's a foul and then you've talked about it for ages and then you think, actually, that's right, surely justice is done. Exactly. Mm. Isn't it doing Palace a professional courtesy by saying, this is mm. this could decide the game, yeah. so I'm going to make sure yeah. I'm absolutely right. Yeah. Well, I think that's fine. Yeah. Either that or he's just pissed off that the decision went against him. Yeah, probably. Of course he is. Yeah. That, that I, as think, well. <laughs> I think, you know, you guys were talking on Friday about hey, the fact he's being groomed to be a successor for Roy. Yeah. And I think it, it doesn't take a huge amount of psychological knowledge to understand that the one game that Roy can't make and Paddy's left in charge, yeah. he, wants to be, <laughs> he wants to be thinking, okay, I don't want to let anyone down. Mm-hmm. And he's been, you know, understandably upset with the late, late show that's happened because obviously Palace were ahead for mm. a massive part of that game. They were ahead, they were ahead with three or four minutes left but yeah. we've all got to start somewhere I mean you think of Arteta on the touchline in the Champions League Man City against Leon. Leon won at the Etihad yeah, yeah. Uh, and he got there in the end Arteta didn't he by the so, way Arteta saying about the goalkeeping situation at Arsenal yeah. when uh, people are saying oh he disrespected our rounds and all this stuff and then his response was well I, I look at the goalkeeping position like any other position which which is an interesting one. I mean, I that that would be quite a new take. And then he said, "I've even thought about changing goalkeepers during the games." Yeah, it's like, gone too far. That is, huh. yeah, yeah. You've gone I too just, far. We need to play long now, right? I'll bring on the trying to out Pep Pep. Yeah, that really <laughs> is honestly. That I, is, I, I do think oh, we don't the fifty seventh minute. Bring on, you know, like just <laughs> we don't need to relitigate this, but like. We don't. Um, uh, I do think it was odd how the football community at large reacted to him signing, just having the temerity to sign another goalkeeper. It's like, <laughs> he can sign one if he wants. Like the, he key, the guy wanted to come, he's a good goalkeeper. Yeah. He's arguably better than Ramsdale, arguably. The stats would definitely play that out. Mm. Um, it's not the worst idea in the world, is it? It isn't. It's not it disrespect- isn't. disrespectful mm. to... No one says that when someone signs another midfielder. Yeah. Well, that's disrespectful to Conor Gallagher. Indeed, when you get to the sixth midfielder, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, maybe. that's different. But speaking it? of goalkeepers, though, um, old Emmy Martinez a little slip, didn't he, before Edward said thank you very much. You did can happen, yeah. But Edouard, he started the season very, very well, scoring goals. You Palace. mentioned that you actually, you actually, in another amazing bit of a premonition, Marcus, you actually singled him out last week as well. Well, I just sort of mentioned the start he's made. Yeah, he's a real sharpshooter. He is. Sure. Well, it, you know, and look, on another day, Palace, you know, obviously they 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 hold firm and and and, and get at least a point there. So it's. It's an annoying result for them. It's certainly not a damning one, you would say. But it's it's an important win for Villa, who've had a, a mixed bag of a start to the season, of course, humbled by Newcastle on the first day, beaten by Liverpool sort of fairly convincingly. But they've got another win. They've got nine points. They're up in seventh. And... I'm, you know, I think we're all intrigued how well they'll do this season. Yeah, I mean, they've got lots, of, lots of exciting players. I thought Saniolo was pretty good mm-hmm. in this. Uh, Musa Diaby, who amusingly yeah. is called by children because they don't remember Abu Diaby. Yeah, he's referred to as the baby rather oh, right. than, than, okay. than Diaby, which I, I, I find quite amusing. Oh. He, he was, he was good again. You, you got a full shift out of him. I think it's interesting that you see players now come from the Bundesliga, mm-hmm. and they've got the physical capacity because it's so harem scarum. <laughs> just all over the place to last the full 90 minutes pretty quickly so just especially think, especially from from the get go yeah i remember you saying uh, a while ago that the french league is a good um it gives you good preparation for the premier league it's yeah, a bit and more I'll, physical I'll, i would stick by that i, I just do you think I, then the bundesliga would be another one as well yeah i, th- I think the way the bundesliga has evolved in terms of tempo mm-hmm. rather than physicality, right, I, right. I, th- I think is the thing to look at. Whereas in France, I'm just not always convinced there's a quality there at the moment. Um, gentlemen, let's finish with a story from Spain, uh, which happened on the weekend. Uh, Las Palmas lost 1-0 away to uh, Sevilla last night. Sergio Ramos back in uh, in, the, in the Sevilla colours. Nice to see. Wonderful to see. Wonderful to see. Clean sheet as well. Thank you very much. Now, Las Palmas, they didn't have the ideal preparation for the game that they would have wanted, of course, because 15 of their players missed the flight to Seville 
because the players went to get a quick coffee in the airport, but then went in the wrong direction and missed the departure time. <laughs> Fifteen of the buggers. Okay, that's a big Pete Dawson energy. That well, that, that's the, <laughs> it is. But also, like, there's fifteen of them. That's an instant queue, isn't it? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Made their own queue there, haven't they? <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. I, when, I like that they've said no, we're a unit. We, <laughs> yeah. I got my coffee ages ago, but the geezer number fourteen, the queue. We've got to wait for all. Do of they? Them. Do they have like a big sort of like line, and you pass the coffee, the coffee to the back. end? Yeah, yeah. I sh- this should be a rule: espressos only, mm. no yes. syrup. Yes, yeah. Bang them out. I, I think basically they've stopped for a cake. Yes, yeah. they that's, have that's cake probably, yeah. there's, absolutely, there's absolutely no excuse though, because this is not. It can't be a huge airport where they're flying from. Okay, there, there's fifty. As I say, if it was like two reserve team players or yeah. a couple of youth players or something, fifteen. It of was them, two physios as well. Two physios mm. as well. So they're just the saying to them they can't run. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> they got to walk. They got to walk. But like again though, they, oh, they took a wrong direction. They're not inconspicuous. No, They've no. all got the club tracksuits on or whatever. Have you, have you why ever... has nobody gone, oh, they're not on the fly? Well, we've we got to fly. We've got to leave them here. Presumably yeah. all of their, um, if they checked any luggage in, that, that that's ended up wherever they were supposed to be going. They sent a plane for them anyway. They sent yeah, another yeah, plane for yeah. them to catch so they could Charter catch up. Plane, yeah, catch well, if awesome you dogs. think, uh, Danny Kelly pointed out to me that if you were on a plane and, you know, there's there's one person that goes, if, if you're a Mr. Luke Moore, please identify well, yourself. Well, you pick me up. If there's Dawson's sat next to you. It's like... If there's like 15 people missing, I think yeah. they're going to say something on the plane. Unless they weren't checked they're in, like, maybe. They're like in the air and the coach is going, oh, yeah. They must have not Kevin been checked in. Kevin and John yeah. <laughs> yeah. and Jose and Pedro. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, and, rid- and it's a ridiculous situation. And it's rude, Luke, because I've never got through security and then missed a flight. Although I did That's one time. Specific. Yeah, that is a bit specific. <laughs> we did, we did, we did uh, rather boozily um, uh, sort of pitch up at a pub and then sort of... Um, in I think it was Luton Airport, uh, ran down to our to our gate. The, the 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 people let us down the little kind of air is it air passage. I don't know what you call it. You know that little thing. Run down the end. Let's go the, with air passage. Let's go with air passage. And <laughs> Did the, you fall off the end of the plane? Gone. <laughs> the door was open, and we oh. were just we just ran, and there was no plane there, and the plane. The plane, the pilot looked at us, mm. then just like sort of taxied back into the thing and Shut let us on. You're joking. Yeah. Really? Amazing. Yeah. I thought he was going to say he gave you the wanker side. <laughs> <laughs> also, he unpicked that story. Yeah. I've never once missed a flight when I've got through security. Yeah. You basically <laughs> cut off about 90% of the process. Hey, I tell you what, to be fair, I was I was supposed to be, um, I, I bought a ticket to Serbia about a, a couple of months ago because I wanted to go to Serbia mm. uh, and I got <laughs> the wrong, I got the wrong return flight and my return flight left yesterday and I kept on getting messages going, you've not checked in for your flight <laughs> from Serbia to Heathrow. There's probably a lot of people sat on a plane now. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's Mr. the Dawson. same pilot. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. That's my policy. You've yeah. just got some Cortado and a cake. Yeah. Oh, lovely. I used to listen to him on Absolute Radio I'm going nowhere <laughs> people who listen to this show will not believe for one second that you're good at airports well I am I am I'm excellent I've never I've never missed a flight the only, well, I've never missed a flight the only flight I've ever no, no, missed no, remember your little caveat was yeah. it was, uh, was uh, I forgot my passport so that's that's one flight you're saying that like it was someone else's fault <laughs> I've never missed a flight. The only flight I've missed. <laughs> there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Rabble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. We're back on Wednesday, of course. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Football Ramble. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Oh, yeah, and don't forget also to the Patreon. I'm going to re-up the Patreon. Go on, then. Patreon.com forward slash Football Ramble. As you heard, our friend um, Jake 
show today's clip. That's one of the benefits you can have if you're a Patreon subscriber. Mm-hmm. Choose a clip for the show, but you can also get on Discord. You can also get ad-free um, shows too. The Discord, by the way, is great. It's popping off. Lots of great chat on there. I, I, I personally very much enjoy being on the Discord. Yeah, I, I would say there's more great chat and content on our Discord, Discord than, than on, on, on X. No, on here. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, no, there's some good stuff on X. <laughs> You've embarrassed yourself there, actually. Stuff, you know, there is. Yeah. But I'm saying there's even better stuff on the Discord. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's so. all agree that we... Which we now call Y. They're both good. <laughs> is the musketeer an, uh, an administrator? Uh, no, he's, he's not He's certainly Discord. not an admi- administrator of our Discord. No, 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 no we, way. We wouldn't let him do that. Well, uh, if, if people pay $7 a month, will that happen? Um, he's Can got enough money. That? He's got enough money for us to change our policy, but it needs to be very, very high. Okay, okay, because okay. everyone has their price. <laughs> All right, thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you, thank you, Pete Dalton. Farewell. Thank you, Andy Brassel. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 